podcast where talking about books will not put you to sleep. I am one of your hosts, Maddie, and this is the Good Books Bad Banter Podcast. And this week I am solo because Tori is out with family right now. So we are going to put out an episode and we're going to do another weirdly solo one woman band kind of thing going on this week. So bear with me. It's going to be still a good episode. I'm going to do a little bit of like a weekly update, which I know has been like a or like weekly report. I know that's been a trend on all of the social medias. (laughs) I say all of the social medias. I mean, I've seen it a lot on Instagram and I really like the idea of like keeping up to date of like what you're obsessed with for that week. Um what you are doing that week, what you are liking to like watch, what are you binging. So I'm going to kind of do a episode to that effect. So right now I'm going to get started. But first, like every other podcast, just because Tori is not here today, I'm going to give you at least three updates of um, what I've been doing just recently. So today is Friday. And I had work, or I did not have work today. I, um, <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. I didn't have work today, so I had off. And um, so, yeah, I checked out a few coffee shops and I took, tor- what? I took Kirby on a walk today. And that was so nice and it was so great. He did really good. Um, he was a true Austin dog for the day. Um, so, after that, we decided to go to, what is it called? Figure eight? I think it was called figure eight coffee on the east side and it was really nice it was fucking hot it's been hot that's a second update um the really weird unseasonably warm weather for february like 80 degrees which look i know texas is known for its like unusual weather patterns and like really unpredictable weather but this is concerning guys like truly concerning where I've had so many people come in at work and say they're like from the like Northeast or like New England area or just our more Northern states. And they're like, wow, it's so nice. It's so great. And you like have such great weather. I'm like, yeah, it's great. But it's like freaking like February. It's February and it's 80 something degrees. I am truly terrified out of my fucking wits for May. And I know that's only like three days, like three months away. But like just if we're in the 80s now which we didn't get we usually didn't get to the 80s until like april more than more than usually like maybe we'd have like one or two days like it still would be like spring up until or like kind of cold up until like the third week of march and i say cold like ranging between like 60s to like 70s maybe like a few 50s in there at night And then it wasn't until like April that it really started to warm up. And like, that's whenever you started to get the heat. So February 20th is like, was like the first 80 degree day of the year. Do you not see like 
that is just fucking that's global warming at its finest like if nobody can tell me anything fucking different and if they do like i don't know i can't just you can't you can't lead stupid to water and i know that sounds terrible but like come on y'all anyways besides that um yeah and then um another update (laughs) oh and i got lunch with my dad today as i we try to get lunch like once um a week if we can sometimes it doesn't always work out sometimes it does so it's give or take um but yeah we got lunch today and i'm really freaking actually i'm gonna save that for uh for later um i'll tell you what i've been obsessed with recently but let me get into the my weekly report for this week and i'll tell you all different kinds of five things of like categories that i've just either been obsessed with i'm like really into right now i got back into or five books that i have had on or five books that i just recently added to my tbr and five books that i'm going to be reading next so let's get into it okay first things first we are going to do five foods that i can't get enough of lately and that's also including restaurants so recently I have been fucking obsessed with Puerto Rico, which is like a, I don't know what to, it's not like a church's chicken. It's like church's, church's chicken, but like the Mexican version and also like 10 times better. You know, it's not fried chicken. It's like, oh, fuck, I can't really like explain it. Just look it up. It's like, it's chicken that is either like roasted or like uh, barbecued essentially, but like in like Mexican spices and all kinds of stuff. And then it has like onion and red be- like beans and rice. But um, it's a chain that started in Monterey, Mexico, I believe. Oh my God, it's so fucking good, y'all. <laughs> my dad brought it for one of our lunches, like I would say almost like two or three weeks ago. And then since then, I have had it like four times. And I've had it, I think, twice this week because it is just that fucking good. And it's cheap and it's a lot of fucking food for the amount of like that you pay for. It's like it comes in orders of like full chickens. So like full whole, almost like rotisserie style chicken. Like if you think of rotisserie, that's almost like the closest comparison that I can think of right now. Um, But it comes in full chicken. So you can get it like that or you can get it a half chicken order and it's like bones and everything. So it's like you're eating a carcass. And honestly, I know some people have like a weird thing about eating carcasses. I genuinely had that. I tried eating a quarter chin one time for Thanksgiving and it didn't go over very well because I saw on the package that said young hen and I just couldn't get it out of my brain that it just did not have a life. And maybe, and you know what, it's, it was a like commercial produced chicken so of course it didn't have a life but like still i just couldn't i couldn't do it i got weirded out (laughs) so it's really interesting that i'm just like fiending for this fucking chicken carcass bro i just i can't it's just it's so well seasoned and it's so good and i am obsessed with it and it comes with like lime and like i said grilled onion and it comes with tortillas and like i said rice and beans and oh it's so good and my dad gets us mexican coke so it's the best coca-cola mexican coca-cola let me rephrase (laughs) so um that's been one of them second thing i've been really obsessed with really lately is um lay's potato chips just regular lay's potatoes balsamic vinegar cracked pepper and louisiana hot sauce do not i don't want to hear anything i do not want to hear oh my god that's so gross don't yuck my yum try it okay it's good 
it's so good it's gonna like you know burn your taste buds off so just be careful on like the balsamic balsamic because it is acid but it's so freaking good and i eat it with chopsticks because yes i eat it with chopsticks because i don't want to get my hands dirty and it's also just use my chopsticks stills like pro tip if you're eating like hot cheetos cheetos um anything like with dust and you don't want to get it on your hands use chopsticks just use the chopsticks it takes it out like your hands will be clean and you can enjoy all of the chips without any of the mess so i don't know just take my word of advice um for that one third thing so i am so much a person that will like want a sweet treat (laughs) at the end of the day or like just want a sweet treat in general um so i think these next two are gonna be like sweet treats that I've been obsessed with and I recently bought some like pecan sandies but like the H-E-B knockoff brand version and I have been so obsessed with those I will have like three or four at night and they're not good for you they're like basically shortbread cookies so they're like a shit ton of fucking butter but they're so good and they're so crumbly and they're just like the perfect thing that you can have at like the very end of the day you're like I'm gonna just have me a little cookie like I feel like I need to have like tea with it or something to kind of like get the whole effect so sometimes i'll do that while i'm sitting either watching youtube or doing other things um but yeah that for sure i'm also i've always been really obsessed with bubble tea but recently because like on days that i'm sad or just like need a little bit of a pick-me-up i'll go get bubble tea on my way from like work and i usually get a peach fresh fruit tea with boba at 75 percent and um sugar and before I was like the milk tea girlies and I really just did not see the appeal of like the fresh fruit teas I was like why are you gonna get that and I don't know what it is but they're just like I tried it one day and I was like you know what I'm gonna fucking eat my words because this shit is so good it's so refreshing and it's not like it doesn't hurt my stomach oh my god it doesn't fucking hurt my stomach because it doesn't have any freaking milk in it so I've been um, a true converter over to that. And like I said, I get peach or mango and sometimes passion fruit if I'm feeling crazy, but usually it's peach or mango. And so since now that it's fucking hot as shit in February, now I'm going to be getting all those all the time. So they're just more appropriate. <sighs> and so the last thing that I've been super obsessed with, uh, it's kind of hard because like, I say super obsessed, but like also at the same time, I'm like, well, so what I eat a lot sometimes whenever I don't have the time to like really make a meal, I will cook white rice, but it's specifically like the sushi rice. And I just like the texture a lot more like sushi rice in general because it's sticky. You can eat it easier with chopsticks. I don't know. I eat it like it's one of my favorite things. I just love it. Medium grain, short grain rice is like my shit. All right. So I will eat that. And then I get tuna, just like the 97, like the cheapest kind of fucking tuna that you can find in the bag or the pouch or the can, whatever it is for you. And put that in there. I'm putting this all in a bowl, by the way, just not like on the counter. (laughs) But um, put that, an avocado, get you some Kewpie mayo, get you some chipotle mayo you know do a little like you know little dollops and like a little glazing over that of both of those then get some soy sauce get some sesame oil 
and then get you um some rice wine vinegar just like a little dab and like all of those that's really to taste and then like the rice wine vinegar you want to be like gentle as fuck with that shit okay um and then uh you can put in some like i have gochugaru which is like the red pepper flakes um that's like the actual like i don't know uh not like the actual seasoning like the actual flakes um for it and sometimes i'll put that in there to give it like a little bit of spice that's a little bit of spice um but you can also just use whatever other things that you want uh, if you need a little bit more salt if you need some like sugar crazy enough yes like sugar like works um it's weird but like it makes everything balanced if like you want if you want a little bit like a sweet savory sort of thing um but yeah i put that all of that in there mix it up and then i get seaweed and then sometimes I'll, if I'm really feeling like really fucking fancy, I get cucumber kimchi or I'll make cucumber kimchi, which is super easy. Um, and yeah, I eat it like that. And like, that is a meal and it's something that is super easy for me because sometimes I can get the white rice already in pre-packets from Costco that you literally just like nuke in the microwave for like a minute and a half and then it's ready to go. And like, it's something that is quick, it's easy, it's filling. I have grain i have fat i have protein and then i get like my veggies if i'm eating it with vegetables or the seaweed is also technically veggies too but it's like everything that i need and it makes me full and if i'm eating it before i go into work i usually don't feel hungry whenever i'm like on my until my my break or like i come home if it's a short shift so those are the five things that i just like the five foods that i just can't get enough of lately and so five the next one that i'm going to do is five things i've drawn recently and a little update i decided to bite the fucking bullet and start subscribing to the adobe adobe creative cloud which is like the subscription that allows you to have all of the applications and stuff um because i want to make like posters and graphics and whatnot that i can like eventually possibly sell i'm not going to give too much away um, but yeah, it's like for future future projects and stuff to make it look a little bit more professional. And also, I've always wanted to learn how to use those applications. So it just kind of was just like a, a win-win sort of thing. Um, but yeah, five things that I've drawn recently. Um, I drew a jackrabbit or not a jackrabbit. What the hell? A jackalope. A jackalope. Because Aaron, if you do not know the origin story of how I started to kind of like dabble in tattooing, Aaron uh, was generous enough to buy me a tattoo gun kit and so I've been practicing and he said that like one of his first tattoos he wanted was a jackalope so I was like I, I'm gonna get you a jackalope so I practiced and I did that um I have been making a lot of cowboy stuff and like I made a cowboy disco ball I made a cowboy I think a cowboy girl like a cowboy girl a cowgirl um and I just like a cowboy hat in general. I haven't done a boot yet, but I really want to do a boot. Um, I've been making this little frog guy that I'm really like obsessed with and I kind of want to make him into a sticker because he's just so cute and so he just looks so cozy and stuff. So I think he'd be really cute as a sticker. Um, I've been drawing, what else did I draw? I drew a few horseshoes, which were, that came out actually like really cute. Keys, um, keys are actually a lot of fun and it's like the really ornate keys like the older like those really big old ones that have all the different like pretty designs like welded in together so I've been practicing those and then the last thing I did was it today 
I don't know if it was today or, or like earlier. It was a alien with like a beer. And I want to do a matching one with another alien holding out a martini glass. And I already asked um, Tori and Aaron if they wanted matching tattoos, like quote unquote matching. And they're like, absolutely. So Tori's going to get the one with the martini glass and then Aaron will get the one with the beer, whatever the hell it's called, beer stein, I guess, or like the beer mug. So those are the things that I've been drawing recently. Oh, and I drew like eyes too. I know that sounds weird, but like they came out super cute. They're like cartoony kind of like almost like anime style eyes, I guess. Um, I'll put, I'm sure you saw it earlier today whenever I would just put a notification for you guys on Instagram where our letting y'all know that our episode was going to come out late. So those were the, or that was those kinds of eyes. Um, but yeah, I just been kind of doing a bunch of different stuff. I've been really looking, been really inspired at Pinterest and like flash sheets because they're usually like a lot more simple and the lines are a little bit more like simple again. Um, they're just more straightforward, whereas that's probably like a good space that I need to kind of keep whenever I'm just first starting out to tattoo. So it's not too much in the shading and like the, the more complex techniques that I just don't know yet. Um, or just like don't have good things to practice with either because I'm still trying to figure out that fake skin. It's such an odd thing, let me tell you. But, um, yeah, those have been the things I've been drawing lately, uh, I've been doing a lot of other stuff on Canva and just trying to like really get those creative like flow, that creative mindset, those creative thoughts um, into a rhythm and a little bit more like a routine. So that way I can start doing these more and more and it doesn't become like I have to like clear out the day. It's more like, oh, I'm just going to do this. So yeah, I'm trying to make it a part of my routine. So it's going good. Ups and downs, ups and downs. But um but yeah, so hopefully I can share a little bit more of my like drawing journey a little bit as I learn more of like Photoshop and Illustrator and design and all kinds of stuff. So I'll keep you updated on that. So the next five things I'm going to tell you that I've been obsessed with um, are five things that I've been kind of really interested in besides reading. Um so I am such a big YouTube girly. Like you just don't understand. I've always been a YouTube girly. It has replaced regular TV for me. Like really, truly. Whenever I turn on my like fire stick or turn on the TV, I'm going to YouTube. And I don't care. Sometimes I'll watch the same people over and over again. Um, and I have a tendency to watch a lot of like Korean um cooking asmr like people and i don't know what it is i think asmr just in general just like calms my mind because it's the chopping noises and like sizzling and stuff and i'm watching it like i was always a fan of um what is it tom and jerry so like you know you got the sound effects but they never really talked to each other my mom for the longest would always be like why do you even like this they don't even talk i was like i know they don't even talk like that's the great part like you just i'm just watching what's happening um so I guess I've always had like, you know, an affinity or kind of enjoyed things that are, are that nature. So, um, but yeah, that's one thing. Um, I have been obsessed with Mia Maples and I'm sure, yeah, that might be like a household name at this point. Um, but she's from Canada and I just, her content is just so wholesome and it's so down to earth. And she is just like, she just got famous for being like completely like who she is. Like, I feel like if I were to have met her in, um, 
in person, she would have been super nice. Oh my gosh, before I forget. So I don't know. I didn't tell you all this. I should have put it in my updates. But I met one of the, a TikToker that I follow. Her name is Grace. And she is the girl whose TikTok that I just like, the one that really pops out to me is the one with the Listerine tabs. They're the mint tabs. She's like, quick, uh, do you guys want to do some, some drugs, like drugs with me and like pretending it to be drugs? And they're like, quick, let's do it together. So we all trip together. And I just really related to all of that content in that TikTok because I did that with my like friends in like sixth grade like I don't know it was just a canon event for me and like it really truly brought me back to being like a kid and just you know being stupid but oh my gosh she was so nice she was so funny I can't believe like she just ended up in Austin of all places and came into my store uh, or yeah to where I work and yeah she was wonderful and lovely and I follow her on TikTok so I made sure that our podcast followed her too. So, but if you need to go look her up, I think her name is like Grace Writer, Riker, something like that. I'm going to have to, I'll put it in the, in the um, show notes. But um, yeah, so I'm obsessed with me and Maples. Going back to YouTube, I'm obsessed with me and Maples. And then, <laughs> which this one's kind of out of left field too, like National, Ge- National Geographic documentaries yeah I don't know either like they're just like there's ones about Egypt I got really stuck on one there was like a conjoined episode like video where it's almost like five hours worth this episode is in the same it's called drain the oceans and it's these people like finding archaeological like discoveries or like geological discoveries of different things and like they're able to use these insane imaging like programs now like to like drain the ocean and see what it looks like on the ocean floor um and or like if there's monuments and stuff that are like buried in there shipwrecks like it's so cool and I don't know why I really got into it but been very very into it um another fun fact for the Maddie lore I thought I like in my senior year of college, I really found out that I should have been a fucking anthropology major. By that time, it was way too late for me to like switch over. And I was just like, whatever, that's fine. But I really do feel like it was a missed opportunity. Um, But yeah, like so I'm super into like the cultural anthropology type shit. And I'm sure everybody is too, like especially like ancient history is just so fucking fascinating. But yeah, I think that should have been a career path that I considered after the fact. But we'll don't we won't go there. (laughs) Um. Another thing that I've been doing besides reading is playing Fae Farms again. I've gotten back into Fae Farms. I really fell off like playing my Switch games and I, it's so good. I finally got wings. I say finally, Um, but it was kind of like a slow start for me, like to kind of figure everything out and like figure out what things I needed to be doing, like what quests I needed to like complete and stuff but I've just got my fucking wings and now I think we're really gonna like the story and I've gotten advanced enough to do a lot of things. So now it's starting to become really, really fun other than just like figuring it out. Um, Another thing that I've been doing is visiting vintage books and wine a lot during the week. I find myself over on the east side quite often nowadays. Um, Just recently I went and with the weather being so nice um, this past week that they opened up the, they have like side doors on their, um, building because it's like a historic building 
And so they opened them up and like let the breeze go through. Oh, it was so nice. I sat there for like, I think four or five hours and had like two glasses of wine. <laughs> and it was just, it was wonderful. I got to draw. I got to, I was applying to jobs. I was doing a whole bunch of different things and it just felt so peaceful. I met a St. Bernard, um, or not St. Bernard, a Bernie's Mountain Dog and a Golden Retriever, Golden Retriever Duo. Oh my God. My day was made. And I, I love Bernie's Mountain Dogs. I loved him so much. They're kind of like, I wouldn't say my dream dog, but they are like maybe like a little bit my dream dog. <laughs> I wouldn't say they're like my top. Because um, my dream dog for a long time was a corgi and I got that. But um, but yeah, I think they're they're kind of around, in and around there to say the least. Um, but yeah, uh, another thing that I've been doing a lot is checking out a bunch of different coffee shops. Um, I've been finally went to try hard whenever I met a really good friend there. Um, and I have been wanting to go back. I haven't been back yet. I tried going back earlier this week and come to find out they were closed. So they are not open until like after two or three most days. And I was just like, what? That's weird. But it's not because it's coffee. <laughs> You're supposed to have coffee in the morning. But besides the point. Um, so I've gone there. Oh, I went to, um, what is it called? Lucky Lab Coffee. Come to find out that like that brought me right in the middle of like fucking campus and there were so many kids, but Kirby had a great time because I've been taking Kirby with me or trying to as more, like more often. So that way he's just not here by himself. Um, and he had such a great time. The coffee was really decent too. The service was great. Um, and the people that I met there were nice, but it's just, I had never been that to that part of, Austin I know that's crazy I've lived here for like five years but like truly just don't go around like the campus area that much um because it was bustling and it was like 2 30 on a Tuesday which I mean it makes sense because class duh so but yeah I really liked that one um today like I said I went to figure eight which was really nice um I've been like I said I've been trying to go to places that are more dog friendly Radio is always a good one, but radio is always busy where I like my location and also the northern location too. Um, but there's a few other ones that I definitely want to try. Like it's called, I think, Annis and Day. And I've been there, but I've only been there on the weekend. So I definitely want to try it during the week and see how it is there because it's like an open uh, patio and um, it's like a, a renovated old house, I think. I don't remember, but yep. Been trying coffee, new coffee places, new coffee joints, and I'm hoping to keep adding on to the list as as much as I can. Um, but yeah, and then the next thing, the last thing that I wanted to share is like I'm always been on Pinterest, but recently I've been like super into Pinterest and super into like magazine aesthetic. Um, just trying to get like some kind of ideas of maybe like the podcast and see what we can do with that. But besides the point, um. But yeah, it's just, it's, um, I always get my outfit ideas on there and just like inspiration, especially like for my nails, for my hair, for different outfits. Cause I have like so many different styles. I say so many different styles. I really just like kind of dress as like one style. It's always like cute, preppy, coquette-ish. And then it's like gothic or not gothic, but like rocker kind of thing. So I'm trying to branch out. I like I have a bohemian one. I have like a whimsical wear one. I have like a rocker like board and then I have a like minimally classic board. So I've got I, my brain really likes Pinterest. <laughs> As you can tell, I like making boards. I like 
sorting information and pictures and stuff into places so that way you can reference um and i use it a lot for my tattoo ideas too because people put like flash type doodles or um flat even like just regular flash sheets and um their artwork there so i either get inspiration from that or i try to recreate it or you know i just i do my i'm i do my own um rendition of those things so and it's also great for fan art but i do have to be careful with fan art because sometimes shit gets spoiled and pinterest doesn't know what it is so anyways um but yeah those are kind of like five things i've been super obsessed with recently outside of reading um let me look at my list i made like an actual list so that way i wouldn't be too off track of things i wanted to share um let me look oh um five books that i recently added to my goodreads tbr so let me get my phone super quick and pull up have added recently so the first one that i have on here i've been super into like romancy like that's what i've been feeling and i'm such a mood reader it's ridiculous i kind of like i love it and i hate it um because i feel like i'm truly like not in the mood to read it like it's just hard for me to get into a book even if it's something that like is genuinely up my alley i'm just like man i want to read something else or i want to read this book instead so what i have the first five that i have up here are how to excavate a heart by jake maya arlo and this looks so fucking cute y'all there was a corgi on the front of it it was just so cute i think it's sapphic it came out in uh, november 1st it's 384 pages long november 1st of 2022 so it's been out for a little bit and let me read you the description or like the little summary let me grab my breath because I don't know how to fucking not breathe. Like, I'm like holding my breath as I'm talking to y'all, but whatever. Okay. It says, it all starts when Shani runs into May, like literally with her mom's sub- <laughs> suburban, with her mom's Subaru, a tinted vehicular, vehic- what? Vehicular? Vehicular. Ve- a tinted vehicular manslaughter. Oh my God. Was not a part of Shani's plan. She was supposed to be focusing on her one her month-long paleo what am i saying right now paleocythology internship she was going to spend all her time thinking about dead fish and not at all about how she was unceremoniously dumped days before we winter break it could be worse but when a dog walking gig puts her back in may's path the fossils she's meant to be diligently studying are pushed to the side along with the breakup then they're snowed in together on christmas eve as things start to feel more serious, though, Shani's hurt over her ex-girlfriend's rejection comes rushing back. Is she ready to try a committed relationship again, or is she okay with this just being a passing winter fling? I, like I said, I'm really into it, and I kind of want to get more into sapphic romance. Um, I've really enjoyed all the ones that I have had come into my, like, reading spotlight. So I just want to actually give it a some more dedication into into my shelves um but yeah i really want to i want to read that so how to excavate a heart by jake maya arlo maya arlo um another one that i saw earlier while i was at vintage earlier this this week it was one in a millennial on friendship feelings fangirls and fitting in by kate kennedy i think they're essays i think that's what it looks like more than anything um, it's a hardcover. It was uh, 328 pages long. It's published um, January 23rd 
of 2024 so it was just recently um and it looks cute i think <laughs> i don't know i feel like i am probably the target age audience or the target audience for this book um i really liked the cover because it has the millennial pink cover with a cd that's been like customized and like obviously like there's like a burned playlist on it so i added this to my list and i will read the excerpt for this one probably hopefully better from pop culture podcaster and a voice of a generation, Kate Kennedy, a celebration of the millennial zeitgeist. One in a millennial is an exploration of pop culture, nostalgia, the millennial zeitgeist, and the life lessons learned for better and for worse. From coming of age as a member of a mol- much maligned generation. Kate is a pop culture commentator and host of the popular millennial focused podcast, Be There in Five. Part funny, part serious. Kate navigates the complicated nature of celebrating and criticizing the culture that shaped her as a woman, while arguing the great depths can come from surface-level interests. With her trademark style and vulnerability, one in a millennial is sharp, hilarious, and heartwarming all at once. She tackles AOL Instant Messenger, purity culture, American Girl dolls, going out tops, Spice Girl feminism, her feelings about millennial motherhood, and more. Kate's laugh-out-loud asides, keen observations will have you nodding your head and maybe even tearing up. So I've been wanting to add more, um, I wouldn't say scholastic, but I definitely want to add more um, books that are not, what is it? Books that are not just fantasy or just fiction. More nonfiction, more essays, more memoirs, um, because I really liked that, I think, in my last um, single episode um, I kind of mentioned that that's what I read first and that's really what I got into whenever I first restarted my reading journey. Um, not that fantasy doesn't have like a love and obviously a heart, like huge place in my heart um, and also my personality. I just have found myself wanting to get back into some of these books and add them into my, you know, what is it, reading cycle. So I felt like that one was good. Another one that I saw, the third one on this list is called Plastic by Scott Guild. And I just really liked it because of the cover. The cover is so fucking cool. Um, and it's a novel. And um, let me read you what this is about. Um, author of the hero of this book, fans of interior Chinatown, American War, a surreal, hilarious, and sneakily, sneakily profound debut novel that casts our current climate of gun violence and environmental destruction in a surprising new mold. Erin is in a plastic girl living, is a plastic girl living in a plastic world. Every day she eats a breakfast of boiled eggs that conveys her articulated body to t- tablet town where she sells other figurines, smart bodies. Where wearable tech that immerses them in a virtual world, a refuge from real life's brutal wars and eco-terrorist insurgency. If you cut her, she will not bleed, but figurines can still be cracked by gunfire or crumble from nuclear fallout. Aaron, who's lost her father and the love of her life, certainly knows plenty about death. One day, a terror attack at work leads Aaron to meet Jacob, a blind figurine with whom she feels an instant connection. Together, they start to explore the wonders of the virtual reality landscape. But just as they begin to heal from the traumas, secrets from Aaron's past threaten to crack the facade facade, facade she's built around her life, revealing everything vulnerable beneath. Both a dystopian comedy and a serious dissection of our own pre-apocalypse, Scott Guild's debut novel is a beautiful and fabulously inventive look at how the hollow core of American society and a guide to how we might reanimate all its broken plastic pieces. 
So <laughs> that feels a little heavy, um, but it feels like dark, heavy, sort of very applicable, like obviously holding up a mirror to society and then using humor to kind of highlight the issues and discrepancies that are within our world and too common. So I was like, ooh, this sounds really fucking good. It was released in 2024. So just like it actually was published February 13th. So it just came out like a few weeks ago. Um, it's a hardcover and it's only 304 pages long. So I definitely want to read that. I have the fourth one on my list. The fourth and the fifth one. Um, we're just going to combine them as two because they're both the same genre. But I've been super into cookbooks, guys. Like super into cookbooks. Mainly because I've been super uninspired in the in the kitchen. <laughs> so I've been trying to get some kind of inspiration and I felt like cookbooks were probably a good good way to be but um on my list like I said I'm gonna combine the two that would technically be five into just one uh four and five um I have cool food erasing your erasing your carbon footprint one bite at a time that is by none other than daddy rdj or robert downey jr I love that man so much it's ridiculous like iron man was my favorite so for him to put out a book, like a cookbook, and it's like bright neon yellow and hot pink. I'm so obsessed with it. I really want it so much. It's so aesthetically nice and pleasing. I want it for my like next apartment and my whole like, I just, I just need it. I just need it. I need it really bad. The next one is also a cookbook. It says the Everlasting Meal Cookbook, Leftovers A to Z. I actually really, really liked this one because it gave, it felt like a manual almost. And I know that may not be that appealing, but it gave you like different options of like how to use food scraps or how to use leftover food. Like for instance, your recipe calls for three potato, three and a half potatoes. So you have to obviously cut four. So what do you do with the other half a potato? And it gives you other recipes for like half a potato or like potato leftovers or for french fries or for you know different things that are have either already been cooked and like repurposed into something else and to make it delicious again or something to that you know effect or that line so let me see the fifth book that i have on here is it's called brutes by diz tate um it looks a little crazy <laughs> I said crazy it gives me like um virgin suicides and I really liked virgin suicides but it gives me that kind of aura that kind of feeling um but I put it on my list because I I really liked the cover art too um it, it's also giving like midsummer horror movie <laughs> so I kind of like really about it um and I will read you the excerpt on that one <sighs> the Virgin Suicides meets the Florida Project in this wildly original debut, a coming-of-age story about the crucible of girlhood from a writer of rare and startling talent. We would not be born out of sweetness. We were born out of rage. We felt it in our bones. In Falls Landing, Florida, in Falls Landing, Florida, a place built of theme parks, swampy lakes, and scorched bogan, bogenvillia, bogenvillia flowers? Something sinister lurks in the deep. A gang of 13-year-old girls obsessively orbit around the local preacher's daughter, Sammy. She is mesmerizing older and in love with Eddie. But suddenly, Sammy goes missing. Where is she? Watching from a distance, they edge ever closer to discovering a dark secret about their fame, 
fame-hungry town and the cruel cost of a ticket out. What they see will continue to haunt them for the rest of their lives. Through a darkly beautiful and brutally compelling lens, Diz Tate captures the violence, horror, and manic joys of girlhood. Brutes is a novel about the seemingly unbreakable bonds and the we of young friendship and the moment it is broken forever. Ooh. So, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be a lot. And like I said, I really liked The Virgin Suicide. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll like this one. But I didn't like Bunny. And Bunny by Mona Awad. Awad. Um, I didn't like that. But I think it's just because I went in with an expectation of like, that's not what it was going to be. So, I kind of want to reread it again and like appreciate it for what it actually was. Because Mona Awad is on my list of authors that I want to get into more and she shows up in the next little five things topic that we're going to end this episode with which is the five books I'm going to read next and let's just let's all just hold our breath because right now I'm currently reading a Tower of Dawn do not come for me it's been a little bit okay I've been going through some shit and yeah I just needed a break from reading so, but I'm finally like, you know, reading Tower of Dawn. So I'm not going to include that. But the next five books that I'm going, quote unquote, to read are obviously Kingdom of Ash. Because we got to finish Throne of Glass. Like this has been a sprint slash a marathon <laughs> to get to the end. Because Tori has almost finished CC3. Like she's been texting me updates while she's been um, with her family. And because she's been having to travel, she's gotten a lot of extra time to read and like on an uninterrupted reading time so yeah she has gotten really far in cc3 and she said it is so fucking good which i'm so fucking behind now it's ridiculous so kingdom of ash is gonna be the next book for sure and then obviously cc3 right right after it so for the ones that i'm going to read after i really want to read evergreen which is a fantasy debut novel that um by autumn woods and i see it a lot on my timeline for i see it a lot on my timeline um i see it a lot on instagram i see it a lot on um what is it tiktok so i definitely want to give it a try it seems very much up my alley it's a romanticy um so definitely want to give that a go so that's the third book the fourth book that i have here is don't want you like a best friend and it's giving Bridgerton but sapphic vibes and I am so it's like the way that I read it it's like Bridgerton with like the whole social circle and like that time period and like ladies becoming debutantes and like becoming eligible for marriage but then like a twist on like the parent trap but then sapphic so like I don't know what it was, but like that just sounds so fucking good. And the cover is really fucking cute. So I'm definitely gonna be reading that. And then the next one, ugh, it's either between I said Rogue by Mona Awad Awad. Um but I don't know. I just recently also bought Light Lark and I read the beginning of it. Well, I kind of just like flipped through the front pages and come to find out there's like curses in this world. There's like curses and then like things that their powers and I I don't know I was just really kind of obsessed with it and I was like wait this is so fucking cool like this is just a different twist on like obviously some of your like favorite tropes and like favorite um plot lines 
and i don't know it just made me excited so maybe i'll pick that up next instead of rogue but rogue feels like beauty and the beast and cinderella kind of esque and but really dark and very like real life like hyper realistic so i don't know they're both the covers are both like matte black and red so they're giving like the same vibe but one's obviously a ya and then the other one is a new adult um and light lark is also a series so i'm like damn do i really want to like invest in that who knows i don't know but yeah those are the next five books that i'm quote unquote going to read and um but yeah i i hope you liked um today i like i said i have really enjoyed seeing these weekly reports on instagram and uh tiktok so i thought doing like an episode kind of like that would be really cool to kind of give you an update of things that are going on in my life and like what i like outside of reading um since even though reading is such a huge part of my personality i do still have other facets of it (laughs) um but yeah I hope, um, not that I hope, but, um, I know next month or what next week we will, um, be back together. Like nothing is going to change. What am I trying to say? We'll be back to normal (laughs) on Friday, which I guess technically is next month. Can you even believe that's like fucking March already? God, you know, they say as you get older that the, like the years just fly and fly and fly by, but truly they they really do um but yeah uh we will be back to our regular schedule with both of us here um next week and hopefully we will be talking about tower of dawn um and maybe even like a little bit of kingdom of ash by then i'm really gonna try because like i said i'm starting to get irritated that i'm so far behind but yeah uh i hope you enjoyed like i said and i hope to see you on the next one okay love you bye